Good morning, everyone. Bang, bang. Today, we have Will Clemente breaking down the volatility from this week using on-chain metrics to separate the signal from the noise. You can follow Will on Twitter or sign up for the email that he recently started by clicking on the links that I've included in the email. Here is Will's analysis. Hope you all are doing well and had a great week. At the time of writing, Bitcoin sits at $50,312 after hitting a weekly high of $59,000 on Monday and a low of $46,000 on Wednesday. Previous letters described a bullish setup, which still holds true based on fundamental investor activity. However, Wednesday's events may have put a damper on how immediate the end of this consolidation may come. We have a lot to discuss, so let's get straight into it. Let us first cover the elephant in the room, the Elon dump. Firstly, there were 19,259 Bitcoin moved onto exchanges before Elon's tweet and ensuing price dump. I do not think this is coincidence and was likely someone with insider information. Elon's tweet regarding the energy use of Bitcoin at 6.06 p.m. Eastern initiated a cascade of long liquidations, including $208 million within a 10-minute period. This cascade of liquidations is why the price dumped down to $46,000 was so aggressive. I'm very interested to see inflows to ex- it's I'm sorry. It's very interesting to see inflows to exchanges, presume selling, spike in the time before the tweet, followed by net outflows ramping up after the event. This data makes a strong case for someone having insider information. Would be quite a coincidence to say the least. Speaking of exchange flows, one of the largest exchange outflows of the year took place amidst all the panic. OTC outflows also spiked during the dip. It appears big money bought the fear. Roughly $460 million of Tether was printed following the sell-off. In the chart below showing net transfer volume, over $650 million of Tether was moved onto exchanges Thursday. Tether does not always signal instant buys, but capital is on exchanges waiting to be deployed. Short-term holder SOPR, SOPR, reset to the lowest it had been this entire bull run. This means the market was taking losses on aggregate. This metric has timed each major bottom throughout the bull run. This metric, along with funding rates going negative, signals to me that we are very close to the bottom, if we have not reached one already. And as just mentioned, funding rates went negative Wednesday night for the first time in almost a month. This means traders were seeking to go short on aggregate, and shorts being fund- began funding longs. Funding rates are a good way to gauge sentiment of traders. Negative funding rates show they were scared to go long on aggregate. However, funding rates came back rather quickly, unlike anything I've seen in previous corrections. Some silver lining of the event is that leveraged traders got wiped out. Roughly $1.8 billion of futures open interest was wiped out. This is always healthy for the market, as price is then more influenced by organic spot buying and not speculation. Despite the short-term price action, this still does not change broader on-chain trends for this cycle. One that we have not discussed yet in previous letters is NVT. NVT is a ratio of market cap to on-chain transactional volume. When market cap is growing faster than underlying investor activity, NVT goes up. When market cap growth is not keeping up with underlying investor activity, NVT goes down. Since January, NVT has steadily trended down. This means that this bull run is becoming less overheated as underlying investor activity continues to outpace market cap. This is also a sign of consolidation. The number of whales, entities with balances over 1,000 BTC, is still trending down. This is not abnormal or anything to be concerned about, as whales usually begin to scale out of their positions midway through the bull run. In fact, in 2017, the growth of whales peaked around $675, which of course was far from the top. 
Despite the sell-off from the whale cohort, entities with 100 to 1,000 BTC continues to trend upward, actually offsetting the decrease in the 1K to 10K cohort by 86,160 Bitcoin. Miners still do not seem phased by short-term price action and continue to accumulate as they have throughout this entire consolidation. This can be illustrated by two metrics, the first of which is minor net position change. This measures the trailing 30-day average of minor balance movements. This metric has been in the green for well over a month now. Minor unspent supply is also still trending up and saw a spike during the sell-off. Supply held by long-term holders seems to be ticking back up after bottoming out in late March or early April. This sign of reaccumulation is good to see after this cohort trimmed their holdings throughout October to March. Long-term net position change illustrates a similar picture, with these entities selling off after all-time highs, but now steadily accumulating throughout this consolidation for over a month now. In conclusion, Wednesday's event was unfortunate for short-term price action, but changes nothing in the longer-term bull structure. This does not change the fact that on-chain shows Bitcoin is still consolidating. We continue to build up a large zone of on-chain volume at these levels, shown by URPD. That's the UTXO Realized Price Distribution. I will remain bullish for the coming weeks. That's it for today's analysis. Hopefully you found this helpful. I, Anthony, Highly suggest you subscribe to Will's email and where he breaks down on-chain metrics multiple times per week. I've included the link. Please click on it and go ahead and subscribe. All right. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and I'll talk to all of you on Monday.